Hello everyone. Welcome to the Clothed in Dignity podcast. My name is Billy Murphy and uh, I just like to share a word of encouragement with people. Um, really as God places it on my heart and it's, he just is speaking to me and leading me and guiding me. And this particular word just came forth. So I came to share it with you a little bit about me. Uh, if you are returning, first of all, to hear this podcast and you've listened before, thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to me. I pray that this blesses you today. Um, and please feel free to share it if you feel like it would bless someone else after you listen to it. And if you are here for the first time, then I would like to say welcome. I'm so glad you're here a little bit about me. I am a mom. I am a Mimi of six beautiful grandchildren. I love my children. Um, and I love my grandchildren. It's, they're two completely different, uh, relationships. Uh, and, but you might've heard it said being a grandparent is so awesome and I concur. It absolutely is. But I'm also just a lover of Jesus. I so thank him for, for healing me and delivering me and setting, um, setting me free. So the title of today's podcast is Demolition Time. So I kind of got this word demolition just kind of dropped in, in my spirit. When I say that, I mean, sometimes I'll just be going about my day and a word will pop into my head. <laughs> and I like to then go and look up the definition of that particular word. Uh, and it just never fails that as I'm reading the definition and the synonyms and adjectives and all of the things that comes with grammar, that it's like just unfolding something to get to the center of it. So I wanted to share a little bit of the of the. Uh, definition. So demolishing, because it's demolition time, we're going to demolish. It means to pull down, to knock down, to destroy, to flatten, to tear down, to bring down, to level, bulldoze, and break up. And when I uh, heard that word, an image popped in my head and it was of a bulldozer. So I was just super excited when I went and looked up the word and found that bulldozer <laughs> was one of the words associated with demolishing. Um, I just love when that happens. And that's kind of how God speaks to me. Um, he shows, gives me words and then you know, shows me a little image or something. But um, that's just a little sidebar. But I wanted to to just make this uh, relatable from um, a life and a biblical perspective. Uh, in the, uh, you know, we, we grow up and we have these ideas and um, we have these words that were spoken over us. People, you know, say things to us or about us. Sometimes they're kind and sometimes they're unkind. But what happens is when we hear those, words, uh, especially when we're young, because we really don't know how to 
think about that and either accept it or reject it. So a lot of times things get planted. It's like a seed, you know, uh, like you'll never amount to anything might be something that a, a child hears. And that kind of um, gets deposited in them, right? Or in us. Um, and then we have this narrative playing in our mind throughout our life that will never amount to anything. Or even better is, uh, you know, as a child, I believe in you can, you can do anything you set your mind to. Again, same principle applies that as we go through our lives, we hear that, that voice, that narrative, I can do this, I can do this. So it's so important, you know, what, what we say to others, what we say to ourselves, and what has been said to us. So what do we do? What happens if something has been said to us that is not encouraging or loving or kind and is actually destructive? Well, there is really only one way that I know for that to, to be um, dealt with, and that is demolishing and tearing down that stronghold. And a stronghold is just a belief system. Whatever it is we believe becomes a stronghold in our lives for the positive or for the negative. But in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, um, this passage of scripture gives us some insight about that. And it says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every profession and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. So what does that mean? When we are um, dealing with these strongholds, uh, when they are harmful, negative, unkind, um, discouraging, then like I said, they, they kind of get planted in, in our hearts and in our minds. And we start to believe what people have said about us or spoken over us. But from uh, God's very clear in his word about what he says about us, what he thinks about us, um, that, you know, that he loves us and that he will guide us and he will protect us. Um, he calls us his masterpiece. Um, he says that we are adopted into the family. There's just so many things. He, he says that he has plans for us, plans to prosper and not harm us, to give us a hope in a future. So when someone, for instance, might say, again, using that example that we hear a lot is, you'll never amount to, to anything. You'll never amount to nothing, right? Um, and we hear that as a child, or you're stupid, or whatever it might be. You know, we start to believe the lies of the enemy and the lies that have been spoken over us. So I have to know how to demolish that lie and that stronghold. And I do that by meditating and reading the word of God, because he does call me. If someone says that I am, um, I'll never amount to anything. 
then I can go to the Word of God and I, no, 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 no. I'm going to tear that down. I'm not going to believe that lie because God promised me in His Word. He said, um, He knew me before He formed me in my mother's womb. He says that um, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. He says that, um, again, I, that He knows the plans that He has for me, that they're plans to prosper me and not harm me, to give me a hope and a future. But that's how we demolish those strongholds. Uh, you know, it, it takes intentionality and it takes effort. Um, what I've learned, because for the first whew, 38 years of my life, while I knew, knew God, but really on um, more like an acquaintance level, right? Because I, I just didn't spend the time. I didn't invest in, in our relationship. He was my savior, but he wasn't really my Lord because he didn't lead and guide my steps. Um, so really at the age of 38, I started to actually read my Bible and I started to um, get to know the character of God, um, his attributes, his personality, and it just it changed everything. Not in a in a solitary moment, but in a progression of getting to know who he is. And the more we get to know an individual, the the deeper and the more intimate our relationship is. Right? Um, in Second Corinthians five and seventeen. God says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So, you know, when an individual decides to, to follow God, to, to acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God, that he died on a cross, he rose again, and um, paid for our sins, then we become a new person, a new creation. Um, we are then born again. And this scripture is telling us that when we become born again, that all the old things, so I, I liken it to like this, all the things that have been, um, have been said about us, you know, all the things that have tried to tear us down or or discourage us, whatever, then those things are passed away and all things become new. All things become new because now I have a new identity. I am who God says I am. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about just in that particular scripture, you know, if I go into let's say, I don't know, I, I moved to another country. I don't speak the language. Um, I'm not familiar with the culture. Uh, it really is like a new place for me. Then I have to then learn the language. Um, I will learn the culture because I don't want to um, offend or act, you know, um, act differently or odd, right? Because they have a way of doing things. Then 
then we we learn those things if we're in that situation where we're where we're moving you learn the new language you knew that you learn the culture what's just like that in the kingdom of god um when we come into the family of god then we have to demolish those strongholds and then we have to um you know walk in the newness of who we are and learn the language the language of love the bible is um really the love language of god it is um something that tangible that we can pick up and we can read and we can learn the culture of the kingdom um the the character the attributes um of our god of our lord and of the holy spirit too um and then we walk in those things. We walk in the culture of the kingdom. So yeah, I think that, you know, as wherever we are in our journey in life, that the saying goes is if nothing changes, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you find yourself in a situation where, um, and I still have to do this, you know, it's, it's a process it's a journey but if you find yourself in a situation where you're not feeling if you're not loving yourself um if you're if you're finding it difficult just to do life then maybe it's just things that have been said about you to you or things that you're saying to yourself like i can't do this well that we don't want to say things like that because when i look at god's word it says i can do all things through christ who gives me strength so i might not be able to do it on my own but with god by my side leading and guiding me i can do all things through christ um it it might be um someone says we can't afford that indicating poverty for instance or lack but in god's words it it says the lord is my shepherd i shall not lack uh, the word of god says that he supplies all of my needs according to his glorious riches by christ jesus so you see what i'm saying is we have these ideas we have these confessions or professions that we're speaking or we're believing um, because someone else said them but they have to be they have to be dealt with. We have to demolish those things so that we can walk in the fullness and the newness of life in Christ. So I hope that I hope that this helped. Um, I know that, like I said, there are some, some things that have gotten um, better, but I found that even the things that have been said, um, there'll be times and occasions for those thoughts to come and i just want all of us to be prepared and how do we be prepared when that negative thought comes into our mind or that negative memory pops up we have to have something to counter it with and we counter and demolish it with the word of god i really don't know that there's any other way to do that um self-help books, uh, self-help 
genre or the self-help culture um, doesn't do a thing for me because self-help in itself, if we think about that, self-help is indicating that we're able to take, that we're able to handle it, fix it, or, or overcome it. But I think about self-help in itself. If self-help was enough, then I wouldn't have gone through all the junk that I went through in my life. Um, that would have taken care of it a long time ago. No, what I found is it's not about self-help. It's about putting my faith and my hope and my trust in Jesus to be my helper, for the Holy Spirit to help me. Um, I do have to do my part. There is an element of myself that's required. I have to partner with God. But if it's just me, I'm not going to be successful. And I'm not. I'm just going to fall flat on my face at some point. Um, So I really (laughs) prefer to look at it from um, God's perspective. And if you don't know, if you've just started listening, um, the Bible really has something to say about everything that we face in life. And I didn't know that for a long time. I was just kind of out here trying to handle it willy-nilly the best way I knew how. Um, And oftentimes we think, well, this is the best life gets. Well, I don't believe that any longer. Uh, Really, anything in our lives, any any challenge that we face, the Word of God has something to say about it. There is a counter for the lie that people speak over us, um, the lies of the enemy. So again, I just encourage people to read their Bible because you become stronger. Uh, The Word of God is living and active and it's alive and it's for for living out in this day and time. And God knows in the culture that we live in currently, we we really need all the help we can get and the best help there is, is God himself. So thank you for listening. Uh, again, the title of this podcast is called Demolition Time. Come on, guys. It's demolition time. It's time to tear down those strongholds, those wrong beliefs, those lies that we've been leave, believing about ourselves and, and even others, too, um, to tear those down and walk in the fullness of who who Christ um, died to make us new. So. Again, my name is Billy Murphy. You've been listening to the Clothed in Dignity podcast. Thank you so much. Please share with a friend if they're struggling with their thought lives um, and, and just their thinking, then maybe this will be something that will just um, kind of turn the light on for them and give them um, some steps to take and and just open um, open our, our eyes to see that there is a way to deal with the things that we deal in this day. And it's found in... Um, the Word of God, the Bible. Thanks again. Talk to you next time. Hello. It is good to be back on this podcast. Um, My name is Billy Murphy, and you're listening to the Clothed and Dignity podcast. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
If you've never been here before, I just want to say I'm so excited you're here. And if you are returning, then thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, you know, I, I do these podcasts because um, my hope and my prayer is to encourage people who are going through. Now, you could be going through a number of things. Um, we could be going through a health challenge. We could be going through a financial challenge, or we could go be going through a relational challenge, a spiritual challenge. There's, you know, there's no, um, there's just challenges in life. But um, let's rewind for just a second. For those of you who um, may have never heard my podcast before, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Billy Murphy. Again, I am a mom. I am a Mimi um, of six beautiful grandchildren, three boys and three girls. Um, but uh, most of all, not but, and most of all, I am a lover of Jesus. And I am a lover of Jesus because he saved me and he met me in my mess and in my struggle and he changed me. And I know that there are a lot of people who would say the same thing. And maybe you, you know, you don't know Jesus. Um, I hope by the time you finish listening to this, um, you will at least be um, curious to, you know, get to know him. Um, but anyway, I started doing this podcast after going through uh, my second divorce. You know, for a long time, I don't want to say that. Um, for a long time, I felt shame about that. Um, but life happens sometimes and we can, you know, we can only do what we can do. And we do not have, nor should we have control over other people. God has given us all free will. And, um, you know, there are just times, whether it's, and I'm an advocate for marriage, so I don't want it to seem anything like I don't believe in the covenant of marriage. It is near and dear to my heart. Um, so <laughs> that's very important to me. And I, I just want people to know that because I would never want anyone to take what I say and look at marriage differently because it is, to me, um, the second most important relationship next to Jesus. And hopefully... If we're married or if we have children, and it's not always the case, <laughs> but, um, you know, so God, your spouse and your children really is the order of things uh, from a uh, Christian standpoint. Um, but anyway, I went through a divorce. I, I dealt with the shame. I dealt with um, the heartache. Uh, but this is, really isn't about that. This is about any kind of storm that you might go through any kind of trial or challenge that you might find yourself in the middle end beginning middle and end we're going to be talking more about the end uh, because i really want to leave you with some hope today uh and so i just um remember you know going through that and it was it was oh so difficult and so that's why i started doing the podcast but i'm here to tell people who maybe aren't where I am yet, 
because I feel like now that I've come through the other side of this huge fog storm, right? Where it is, you know, like on a, a, a sea. I, I think in pictures a lot. Um, but on a sea where there's a horrible storm and the, the winds are raging and the, the, the rain's going sideways and the wind is blowing and, you know, it's just a mess and you can't see because, you know, just the effects of the storm. And sometimes when we go through that, I mean, that's really how I felt. And I think it's how a lot of us feel when we're going through that. And, um, but now it's like uh, when there is a storm that comes through, uh, like if it's a storm that moves through our, our neighborhood, right? And it can be, you know, just torrential. And, but the, the, the air is moving and the wind is moving. And then you, the storm passes, you know, and the sun comes out again. And then we can see and it's not, dreary and it's not heavy and it's not burdensome right um the sun shines on us on our surroundings and hope is restored and renewed and that's really how i felt um it's been a while now um since i've been through um the you know the hard part and i was thinking about you know the word of god because it helps me when I'm going through things. And even if it's not a challenge, because the word is not always, the Bible that is, the word is not always about struggle. It's also about rejoicing and being happy and being joyous, right? Um, but for this particular podcast and this illustration, um, and I didn't even give the title, which is There's Hope, on the other side. Um, then we're going to go to Isaiah 43 and 2. And I want to read that to you. It says, When you pass through the water, I will be with you. And when you pass through the river, it will not overtake you or sweep over you. You will walk through the fire and you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And that scripture is so comforting to me because it does feel like, um, you know, at times that we're drowning, right? Um, it does feel like the that we're just, the waters are just going to knock us over and knock us down because the storm is so strong. Or, um, you know, that when we walk through the fire, that we won't be burned. It reminds me of a portion of scripture where the three Hebrew boys were thrown into the fire because they would not bow down um, to, uh, to the king and to the, um, the statue that was built um, because God was their Lord and they were not going to do that. And, um, and they were thrown in the fire. And even those who were standing outside of this huge furnace, um, when they looked in, they saw 
the three Hebrew boys, but there was a fourth person in the fire. And um, that just indicates that the Lord was with them through the fire. And actually, when they came out, they they survived, <laughs> you know. And, and um, you know, if you read that, and I wish I had written it down, um, if you could Google the three Hebrew boys and, and the story would come up or that portion of scripture would come up. But when they looked in the fire and they weren't dead, <laughs> they said, turn it up and make it hotter. And that's what they did. Um, but, and yet they were not burned and they came out of that fire and they gave glory to God for saving them. Uh, but even when they went in, they, they said that, Either the Lord will save us, you know, or he won't. But either way, we win because we get to be with him. Um, so even in a fire, even in the blaze, God says that we're going to come through that. And this is one of the truths that I held on to when I was going through, you know, a difficult season. I, I knew what the word of God said, and I knew God to be faithful to watch over his word. Um, so I knew that it was a matter of just holding on. It was, um, a matter of just, um, keeping my eyes on him and letting him guide me through. And again, this really could be anything. It doesn't need to be a divorce. It could be a, a, a friendship, um, a broken friendship. It could be, um, a health challenge. It could be a financial, um, challenge. It's just, Life is difficult sometimes, um, but this just really gave me hope. And, you know, when we come out the other side, I had a friend um, tell me who had actually gone through a divorce, and she said, um, I know it's really hard right now, but I've been where you've been. And when you come out the other side, then it's just going to be like you don't remember all the struggle and the difficulty, and which of course then <laughs> made me think about, you know, childbirth. If, if you're a woman and you've had a child and you're laboring, right? You're in labor to deliver this baby and it is so hard. Um, and then once you had the baby, it's like you don't really remember. You come through in the joy, right? The, the gift that you have. Um, and of course, in my situation, the gift that I had was peace. Uh, I was not in turmoil anymore. I had peace. God had brought me through. And I was not overtaken by the water. And um, the river did not pass over me and drown me. And the fire did not burn me. And I was not set ablaze. Um, I came through the other side and, you know, that's who the Lord is to me. And that's what my faith um, is about. And, you know, the thing is, is that he wants to be that for everyone. So um, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful for his promises. I'm so thankful that I have a word that I can stand on. And I just want people to know that there's hope on the other side. And you will get through this. We, 
it's easy to say, don't go by your feelings. I get that. Um, but our feelings will lie to us and they will have us believing the worst. And they um, would like us to believe that we're all alone and we're going through this by ourselves. Um, and it's just, it's just not true. And God will send people to, to, uh, to pray for you, to send words of encouragement to you. I'm so thankful for those people in my life uh, that walked me through that difficult season. And there's been other difficult seasons in life that, that weren't relational, but had other things that I had to go through. But that's life. We do have to go through hard things. Um, but I just wanted to encourage you just for a minute. So if you're in the middle of a storm, I want you to know that you're going to get through. I want you to know that um, if you're listening to this, uh, you're most likely uh, somebody who's you know, on my friends list or, or you might be a part of, I do have a private Facebook group. It's currently private until you know, I feel that I'm supposed to do otherwise. That's called Clothed in Dignity. Um, but I, I'm saying that because you can reach out to me. I want people to know, I want women in particular to know that in that in that place of just pain and uncertainty, that not only does the Lord care, but I care too. So if you're listening to this and you find yourself in that place and you need a word of encouragement, or you just need someone to say a prayer over you, please reach out to me. It's my pleasure, my pleasure to pray for people and to encourage people. It's really um, what just brings me joy, quite frankly. <laughs> so it's kind of selfish, right? Um, but I know how important those things are when you're going through hard times. So thank you for listening to the Clothes and Dignity podcast. Yeah, this episode, again, there's hope on the other side. Um, be encouraged. Uh, your, your best days are ahead of you, right? Um, and I hope you'll join me next time um, when I do another podcast and I upload that. You guys be blessed. Have a great evening, morning, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. Until next time.